This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Creona, as I frequently tell you, music pretty much is uh, my life with everything else um, revolving round it. Uh, it isn't a smooth orbit with work and home life making it elliptical. Obviously, the home bit, you know, I wouldn't have any other way. However, I've invested, well, it was only a tenner, in one of those flesh coloured mono Bluetooth earpieces. So uh, in the evening, I can put said earpiece in my left ear so Mrs. A can't see it and listen to my extensive list of radio shows and what I've been sent for my consideration to air uh, you without audibly disturbing Mrs A's television viewing. Actually, to be honest, uh, we've only been watching the footy. At the start of the World Cup, you could watch 12 hours of uninterrupted football. Now it's getting down to the knockout stages. It's uh, only on for a few hours. With me once again despairing at what the idiot box has to offer, you know, sans football. To be fair, uh, there are some good programmes out there, but it's, you know, wading through all the rubbish, trying to find them that I find so time-consuming. Anyway, I was listening to the new Nasty Rumours album, Bloody Hell, What a Pee, and enjoying it on the QT, when Shut the Hell Up came on, and I was like, This sounds like the boys. Yeah, thanks, Barton. I thought we'd stop that. Yeah, obviously not.
Now this is The Boys and Wrong Arm of the Law. Bassist with the boys, that'll be Duncan Reed, along with his big heads, are currently recording the follow-up to 2020's Don't Blame Yourself. I messaged Duncan to see uh, how it was going 
with him replying that they have two days recording left in the week before Christmas to get Sophie's guitar done. Then the mixing, which will be finished by the end of January. Dave Draper is, of course, doing a phenomenal production job with Duncan continuing with. You can see where the Wild Heart sounds come from and he's bringing a bit of that to us. Joining Sophie and Nick in the guitar department is Heidi from the Middle Night Men, who covers live for Nick when he's busy with the Middle Night Men. Yeah, I know. Uh, the release date all depends on the lead times for the vinyls, but hopefully we'll be seeing the new album in time for a summer release. In the meantime, here's the title track of the last album. <laughs>
soap I can finally see Duncan Reed and the Big Heads live as uh, due to one thing and another I missed the re re rescheduled Don't Blame Yourself album launch gig if you're in Doncaster on the 16th that's next Friday future streaming downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners or in an easy drive of said town Duncan Reed and the Big Heads are playing the Leopard and it'll only set you back 12 quid you can't go wrong on last week's pre-recorded show, I played you some hit priests, mentioning that I was looking forward to hearing new material from their up-and-coming new album, Rodden House Blues. Uh, no sooner had I uploaded the show than the dipshits announced that they put pen to paper with the signed records, who will be repackaging and re-releasing the band's back catalogue and would be putting out the aforementioned new album in the spring. And to whet our appetite would be releasing the first new music from it on the 9th as in today the track in question is called Shaking Ain't Faking and sounds remarkably like this
that is rather good. Also on the signed records are those Smell City Miscreants, Marvel, who are celebrating their 20th anniversary as a band. To wit, they will be releasing a double album called Double Decade on the 24th of February, although you can pre-order it right now. I'll post a link on today's show notes over at theparanoidsgrill.com. The album is not a it's compilation, but rather a mix of the band's most hard to locate releases coupled with their own list of memorable tunes. Of course, two new tracks have been specially recorded for it. One, as is the label's won't, has already been lifted from it in the shape and form of Turn the Page. track i did wonder if it was uh, a cover of either uh, bob seeger or metallica's song of the same name well the band did record the guilty pleasures 10 track cover album in 2019 uh, what's that barn no it's not by the streets uh talking to covers 
I guess this is the ideal time for this week's Covers Corner. Up first are a band that uh, I don't think I've ever played on here. Uh, you might just have heard of them as they've just released their first new studio album in uh, something like 14 years. The band in question are called... Uh, what's their name again, Barton? The what? The Black Halos. That's them. Uh, I've been playing uh, the bejesus out of how the darkness doubled since I got it. There is, obviously a cover on it, that features guest vocals from Michael Munro. The tracking question is Ready to Snap that was originally recorded by The Wanderers on their one and only album, Only Lovers Left Alive, that came out in 1980. The band basically consisted of Sham 69, but instead of Jimmy Percy, it was Stiff Beta on vocal duties. I do believe uh, that originally they wanted to remain as Sham 69, but there was... Uh, contractual issues that prevented them. Instead, they eventually settled on the Wanderers after briefly toying with the name The Allies. Of course, Betas and Tregana went on to form the Lords of the New Church with Brian James and Nick Turner. The Lords are reforming for the Viva La Rock Awards on the 7th of April with Terry Chimes replacing Turner and Michael Munro taking over from his close friend, Stiff. On the strength of Ready to Snap, it would be great if Wanderers material were also played. I'm just, no, that's not going to happen. But, you know, I can wish. Talking in 
staying in Canada. And uh, I'm going to read the band's press release. No sound effects, please, Bon. Vancouver. Thank you. Sunday morning. <laughs> Shall I start again? Yeah? Are we ready? Vancouver's Sunday morning have just released their latest single with an A-side cover of Art Bergman's Canadian punk classic Junkie Don't Care. Uh, Sunday morning is the brainchild of Vancouver music scene stalwart Bruce Wilson. Wilson's prolific art and music career took shape in New York and Detroit after his drug and alcohol fueled grunge punk band Tank Hog imploded in the late 90s. Junkie Don't Care is a tribute to Canadian punk legend Art Bergman and an excuse in self-reflection for Wilson, who himself survived the challenges of addiction. Art's music has been a soundtrack to my life and his poetic lyrics and brilliant vocal delivery are qualities I have always aspired to, says Wilson. More than anything, this song is a loving tribute to a man who has never stopped being an artist and whose work has influenced me since I was the pink-haired teenager writing bad high school poetry in spiral notebooks during maths class. Now, I don't wish to sound ignorant, but I've never heard of Art Berkman, let alone Tank Hog. Obviously, I'll be checking him out and uh, don't look at me like that, Barton. I can't know everything. Here's Sunday morning and... Junkie don't care. Look at that singer. He's been doing this for years. Little baby, you're so young You don't show any fear Look at that singer Now he's gasping for air Little baby, you're so young You're not scared, you don't care My baby she rode in that Lincoln I hope she makes it okay My baby She rode in that Lincoln I hope she's alive today Oh, it gets cold at night With a hint of snow Junkie don't care Look at that singer Got an oxygen tent Little baby Morning came, I just went 
Look at that singer Is he your doctor or something? You little junkie Oh, oh, oh What's the attraction? My baby, she rode in that Lincoln I hope she makes it okay My baby, she rode in that Lincoln And I hope she's alive today one end of America to the other and Chile. The versions from said country are all set to release their fourth album back in the game. The band have been described as dust rock, which I have no clue what that means, and glammy sleaze, that I do. Uh, the band have just released a seven inch called Wake Up that I played at the end of hour two on last week's show. Yeah, now those of you listening live on Rock Radio UK are going, the end of hour two? Don't tell anyone. But as I've got so much good music that I need to air, I pre-record a whole hour's worth of extra spiel and songs that Barn and Fenny seamlessly join onto our one that you can find over at theparanoidschool.com. Just don't tell anyone connected with Rock Radio UK as they might expect me to do a two-hour show every week and move my 11pm Friday slot, or 9am Sunday morning. Anyway, moving swiftly along, the B-side to Wake Up is the version's version of the Flaming Groovy's Slow Death.
episode 882, I played Reach For My Revolver by Sorry Audio, a band comprising of members from Scott Sorry and Grand Theft Audio, as in Jay Butler, Rich Battersby, Ben Marsden, Scott Sorry and Chris Rogers, who, whilst on tour in September, discovered a mutual love for Mission of Burma's Reach For My Revolver. So, during a day off, they recorded it on their tour bus, and put said song up on Bandcamp. Well, I thought, you know, that was it. Bit of fun. Now let's move on. I was wrong. As on Friday, the band, just in time for Bandcamp Friday, put another cover up on their Bandcamp site. This time, it was a cover of The Dam's Melody Lee. And it is superb. But don't take my word for it. I'm sorry. 
straight after sorry audio and melody lee you heard because i played the damned and anti-pope the on machine gun etiquette follows on after melody lee and that concludes this week's covers corner because anti-pope is actually a cover the uh, more astute of you are probably going that's right as it was originally recorded by king for a John Peel session in 1978. The even more shrewd of you are going anti-Pope was written entirely by Phil Burns, Captain Sensible's younger brother and recorded by the cowards at RMS Studio round the corner from the Burns Cellar's home. Three other tracks were recorded along with anti-Pope, 666, Fantasy and a big fuck you to the boys in blue. I must tell you at Creona that I have heard the coward version and it is fantastic if i hadn't been told differently i would have believed it was a damned demo with someone else filling in for vanian the damn pretty much copied the coward's version note for note including the guitar solo plans pre-covid were in motion to release the demo but uh, i think the stumbling block was publishing as uh, if you look at the machine gun to get label for side one it says antipope was written by Scabies, Sensible, Vanian, Ward, Burns. And I think, quite rightly, Burns the Younger would rather see only his name as the writer. After all, it was only him. Right, on to this week's live shenanigans. Last Friday, uh, I took myself up to the 229 Club to see the UK subs with support from Menace and the Blue Carpet Band. My first stop, however was into the Albany, the pub over the road, to meet subs bassist Alvin Gibbs as I had bought his Squire 1977 jazz bass off him. I'm not getting back in the game per se. It's just uh, I've not owned a bass for you know, something like 20 years and I miss it. So anyway, I've not seen the Blue Carpet Band for a few years. Uh, I think the last time was either at the Nambuka or the Windmill in Brixton. And uh, I believe there has been a slight lineup change since then, but don't hold me to that. The band described themselves as coming on like Little Richard fronting the Stooges. It's the Cramps playing with knives. Although vocalist Jamel comes across more Elvis than Mr. Penniman, uh, the band certainly are the perfect warm up act. From the band's debut album, Rock and Roll Carpet, this is my jacket, open brackets, is better than your jacket. Close brackets.
simple. I can't be an asshole. I got arms and legs and a head. Where's my jacket? I have your jacket. Fine. Do you want it? No. The Blue Carpet Band are playing the Water Rats tomorrow, as in the 10th of December, supporting Lucifer Star Machine, which up until a week ago, I knew nothing about. Apox on you, Facebook algorithms. I'm sure I'm doing something uh, that's preventing me from attending. Yeah, it'll come to me. Uh, up next were Menis, who really need to update their socials and website. What they don't need to update is their lineup. Sadly, I don't believe I saw the one with Finn and Noel on drums. The closest was at the 100 Club 4, the aforementioned Finn's memorial gig. To be honest, I've only started to see them now that Simon Edwards has taken over the drum position. Even Noel, when introducing the band, quipped that Simon has only been in the band five minutes and he's already better than him after 45 years. Now, the band were never one of those, we're on the door, we don't care, punk brigade, but still managed to put across a message. As I've previously mentioned, uh, the current lineup have re-recorded some of their most memorable songs. Hopefully an album of new material is on the horizon. From Test of Time, this is GLC, a song written about the then Tory-led Greater London Council who wanted to ban punk rock shows from the capital.
Whilst that was playing, Barn has come up with an outstanding idea. As you know, the show is repeated at 9am Sunday mornings. He has suggested that instead of the repeat, I should play the second normally untransmitted hour of the show. Do you know what? I might give it a go. Right back to the show in hand. And I'm starting to think that the UK subs are my second most seen live band. Obviously, the Damned are number one. But like the Damned, I think it's due to the sheer number of gigs that they do and the length they've been going. Uh, as we know, come next year, after the European tour and the as yet unannounced UK one, the band will be scaling down the length that they go out on tour. Live, the band show absolutely no signs of slowing down. I still haven't warmed 100% to Magic Dave. I don't know, maybe Jamie Oliver is just such a hard act to follow. Uh, Dave is a solid drummer, no doubt about it, but he is more of a timekeeper. Whereas Jamie, and indeed Simon from Menace, push the songs along using the kit as a, an additional instrument. But I digress. I don't think I'll ever tire of hearing those classic songs or tracks from newer albums played live, but I was pleasantly surprised to hear Ice Age included in Friday's set from Endangered Species. It appears it has been part of the band's uh, set for uh, most of this year. I guess it's certainly not what you'd expect from the subs. Even Charlie jokingly apologised, saying now was the ideal time to go to the bar. I didn't. Well, I was driving and uh, transporting a certain base back home.
As you know, I love Motorhead. Their complete works, along with The Damned and Ramones, I could not do without. My mate Sid is an uber Motorhead fan. He used to coincide his holiday to Motorhead tours, and without exaggerating, he must have a Motorhead t-shirt, a different one, for every day of the week for a whole year. I was surprised and somewhat saddened to read how disappointed he was after seeing Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons play a set of Motorhead songs at Planet Rockstock. Destroy was the word he used. Of course, I fired up the YouTubes to see for myself and found Overkill from Wacken this year. To be honest, it just sounds like a cover. Seriously, no one sounds like Lemmy. Uh, fair play to vocalist Joel Peters for not trying to, but I've been led to believe that Headache sound more like Motorhead than Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. It must be difficult for Campbell Senior, having been part of Motorhead for like, what, 31 years, but not part of the Three Amigos. For Mickey D, yeah, it was so much easier, slipping into Thin Lizzy for a bit and then a full-time member playing stadiums worldwide live with the Scorpions. Coincidentally, Cleopatra Records have just put out a live album called Born to Booze, Live to Sin. Uh, sounds like a hit priest song. Oh, and whilst we've been on air, the hit priests have been in contact and told me that I pronounced their new album wrong. I mean, me. Pronounce something incorrect? Surely not. Apparently, it's Rodin. And the dipshits will be playing with Lucifer Star Machine in Germany come April next year. So, yes. Clear Patch of Records have just released the live album Born to Booze, Live to Sin, The Ultimate Tribute to Motorhead by Ace of Spades, who consists of Alan Boomer Davey, ex-Hawkwind, Gunslinger, Neil Archer, Robert Plant and Magpie from Wurzel's solo band and was recorded on January the 13th, 2018 at the Fleece, Bristol. Nothing post-Iron Fist is represented, but as much as I was thinking, I'm not going to enjoy this, I found that I did. As I've already said, no one sounds like Lemmy, but musically, yeah, could be.
few messages this week. The first was from a band called Motorbitch from Berlin with me immediately jumping to the conclusion that I was going to be dealing with an all-girl band dressed in leather and chains with very red lipstick. Oh, how I laughed when I went over to the band's Facebook page to be confronted by five male asses mooning at me. The band say they play sucker punch rock and on the strength of their debut album, Bad Habits, that hit the real and virtual record shops on the first, they won't be getting an argument from me. This is Anarchy.
Back in the turn of the century, the squirrel and myself co-ran the Paranoid Squirrel as a CD forward stroke record mail order business, bringing Scandinavia closer to your stereo, although we weren't tied to that region. Drummer Drew Blood from Chicago-based band I Love Rich was on our mailing list and we sold their CD live, wet, dripping with sex. Fast forward 20 odd years and I get an email from the main man, Rich himself, telling me that the band released a new album in August called You Have the Right to Remain Sexy uh, with a couple of downloads for me to peruse and peruse I did, heading over to Spotify other streaming platforms are available to hear the full album. The band certainly liked to rock and roll, with five out of the 12 tunes having rock and roll in the title. Is one of them called Rock and Roll Conspiracy. <laughs>
and I mean huge message in all senses of the word, from Gaz Tidy, let me know that his band, Sister Morphine, who have been on hiatus for 30 years, are all set to release a brand new album on the 14th of February called Ghosts of Heartbreak City. On drums is Denley, who I only saw a few weeks ago with Mark Valentine at the Hope and Anchor. It turns out that an old cassette tape was found that contained long lost songs, some only existing in rough rehearsal form. The band, who by now had you know, gone on to do different and varied things within the music industry, decided to reunite to record the best ever versions of these songs that quickly turned into an album's worth of material. Uh, the last paragraph of the press release read as thus, for fans of Dead Boys, New York Dolls, Degeneration, Heartbreakers, Faces, The Dogs to More, Radio Birdman, Hanoi Rocks, The Clash, The Damned, Lucifer and the Alice Cooper Group. So, you know, that was me sold. Luckily for me, and therefore you, Gaz sent me the title track. So it would be rude of me not to play it. So I am. If you love someone, you don't play loud. Come on! Heartbreak City 
The Choir Boys today released a new single. We have two versions of The Choir Boys, both of whom released a new single today. The one featuring Spike is a festive affair called Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And the Griff-led version is called Lie to Me, though it's been taken from the band's up-and-coming new album, The Band Rolls On. It also seems Spike's Choir Boys are also due to release a new album next year. Now, I've been a fan of the Choir Boys from the Queer Boys through the Pretty Girls until right now. I'm not going to pick sides. I'm going to support both. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make the O2 Islington gig on the 15th to see Spike joined by classic members of Nigel Mogg, Guy Bailey, Chris Johnson and Rudy Richmond. I do hear that the infamous on-stage bar is being reinstated. However, I've decided not to play the Christmas song. The only reason being, this year, I'm not airing any Christmas songs, as you can hear them 24-7 on a regular basis. Yeah, all right, probably not the damn sanity clause, but, you know, you get me drift. So how do the fruits of the first Quiet Boys record not to feature Spike sound like? Well, I'm really enjoying it. I know the new album is peppered with guests, artists, but uh, I don't know who, if any, are featured on on uh, Lie to Me. It does sound very Black Crowish. Uh, back in the day, I did think that the two year between the Choir Boys, uh, a bit of what you fancy, and Bittersweet and Twisted, was far too long, letting the Black Crow sweep in and snatch their potential audience, even though both bands released their first two albums at the same time. Treason 
Late at night, 
after the choir boys and lie to me i played the juvenile rex and voices in your head that of course features nigel mogg i see a fellow wrecker alan mp is over here in dear old blighty i would hazard a guess that he's going to be one of the choir boys special guests on thursday i wonder who else is going to turn up wouldn't it be great if they all sat at the on-stage bar waiting for their turn what's that barton <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. Barton says that that would be a terrible idea. He has a point. Here's the ruts and staring at the rude boys. and Neil Layton has a brand new single out on the 12th called open brackets I got a call from close brackets Michael Maker it's been ages since I've heard 
something from Neil. Pesky Facebook algorithms once again. I think you'll agree. It has been worth the wait. Call from Michael Maker. Got a call from Michael Maker. I got a call from Michael Maker. Got a call from Michael Maker.
Hello, this is Duncan Reed from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. You'd be nuts to listen to anything else. and Ringo by the Terraways, a band that features the dual lead singers of bassist John Finn Finseth and rhythm guitarist Greg Brelia with lead guitar duties from David Heckhouse and Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Glenn Burke on drums. The band are all set to release their debut album and for our next trick on the 1st of April. From Scotland, this is The Apparents and When the Bombs Drop from the just-released album, Dead Generation. Oh, 
Takes the profits from the art of war Leaving millions dead, what is it all for? A general pagan will the innocents die Genocide based on a death of the lie The sound of silence fills the air Look to the skies filled with despair No time to run and no time to hide Where the bombs drop The sound of tanks The sound of guns And the fields are lit up with the falling sun No time to run and no time to hide When the wolves drop Cut down the fields in a faraway land Who takes a blame for the blood in their hands Buy them home to a poor man's grave Pay the price for the sacrifice they gave The sound of silence fills the air Look to the skies filled with despair No time to run and no time to hide When the bombs drop The sound of tanks, the sound of guns The fields are lit up with the falling sun No time to run and no time to hide When the bombs drop
medications, deadly medications hasn't gone blind, just can't see.
Three tracks for you straight off the bat. After the appearance and when the bombs dropped, it was The Three Blind Mice and In Cold Blood. And you just heard Senseless by Red Light Acid Test. Links to all these bands and to all the others on today's show can be found over at theparanoidscrew.com. But I've told you that already. Let us once again ramp it up with some classic Michael Munro and Dead Jail or Rock and Roll. Hands up those of you who have forked out over 100 quid to see Guns N' Roses in Hyde Park next year. No, me neither. <laughs> Minutes, dude, on the meanest machine. 
Right, let's close this week's show off with some marionette. If you go over to raisezell.com, lead vocalist with the aforementioned marionettes website, you can purchase some original Pandora peroxide cartoon strips. Doubtful, I know, as I'd expect the master tapes to have been reused, but if there was ever an album that needed to be remixed, it's marionettes, blonde secrets and dark bombshells. This is On A Night Like This. Until next week, take it easy. episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production.